Welcome to the Street Style Squad podcast, your ultimate guide to the world of street dance for seasoned and newbie dancers. Join us as we dive deep into the foundations of street dance, examining the styles that make up this vibrant art form and the rich history and culture that have influenced its development. Today, we're going to be talking about the science of skill acquisition and learning for street dancers. If you're a street dancer looking to improve your skills or a beginner trying to learn a new style, then this episode is for you. Have you ever wondered how some dancers seem to learn new skills so effortlessly while others struggle? Have you ever felt frustrated because you can't seem to get a move down no matter how many times you practice it? Don't worry, you're not alone, the truth is. Learning a new skill takes time and effort, but with the right approach, anyone can become a great street dancer. So, let's talk about the science behind it. In his book The Talent Code, Daniel Coyle explains that myelin is the substance in the brain that helps develop and strengthen neural connections. Myelin is created through deep practice, which is characterized by focused, intentional repetition. This means that if you want to become a great street dancer, you need to practice with intention and focus. Okay, now let's dive into some specific strategies for skill acquisition and learning. The first thing you need to do is break down the skill into its component parts. For example, if you're learning a new move in walking, you might break it down into the arm movement, the footwork, and the timing. Then, you would practice each component part separately, focusing on getting it right before moving on to the next one. Once you've got each component part down, it's time to put them together. Start by practicing the move slowly, focusing on perfecting each component part then gradually speed up until you can do the move at full speed. Feedback is also a key aspect of skill acquisition. It's important to get feedback on your performance, both from yourself and from others. You can take a video of yourself practicing and watch it back to identify areas for improvement. You can also get feedback from other dancers by joining a dance community or taking classes from experienced dancers who can give you feedback on your performance. Don't be afraid to ask for constructive criticism, it's the only way to improve. Everyone learns differently, and it's important to understand your own learning style so you can tailor your practice to fit it. Visual learners may benefit from watching videos of other dancers and studying their movements. Auditory learners may benefit from listening to music and focusing on the beat. Kinesthetic learners, on the other hand, may benefit from actually doing the move and feeling it in their body. It's also important to vary your practice to keep your brain engaged. Don't just practice the same move over and over again, mix it up with other moves and styles. This will help your brain develop a broader range of neural connections, which will ultimately make you a more versatile dancer. Now, let's talk about the importance of deliberate practice. This concept comes from the book Peak, Secrets from the New Science of Expertise by Anders Ericsson and Robert Poole. Deliberate practice means practicing with a specific goal in mind and receiving feedback on your performance. So, if you're trying to improve your footwork in breaking, you might practice a specific move and then ask a more experienced dancer for feedback. By doing this, you can focus your practice and work on improving specific areas of your dancing. Another important concept is the idea of chunking. This comes from the book The Art of Learning by Josh Waitskin. Chunking means breaking down a complex skill into smaller, more manageable parts. For example, if you're learning a complicated popping combination, you might break it down into smaller movements and practice each one individually before putting them together. 
By doing this, you can learn the individual movements more quickly and then gradually build up to the full combination. Finally, let's talk about the importance of rest and recovery. This concept comes from the book Peak Performance by Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus. Rest and recovery are crucial for allowing your body and mind to recover from intense training sessions. So, if you're practicing for hours on end every day, you might be doing more harm than good. Instead, try to schedule in rest days and make sure you're getting enough sleep and proper nutrition to support your training. Now, let's apply these concepts to specific street dance styles. If you're a hip-hop dancer, deliberate practice might mean focusing on your freestyle and working on improving specific elements like musicality or flow for breaking. Chunking might mean breaking down a complex power move into smaller movements and practicing each one individually, and for locking, rest and recovery might mean taking breaks during training sessions to allow your muscles to recover and prevent injury. For popping, deliberate practice might mean practicing specific techniques like hits or waves and receiving feedback on your execution, and for walking, Chunking might mean breaking down a specific arm movement and practicing it in isolation before incorporating it into a larger combination. For crump, rest and recovery might mean taking breaks during training sessions to prevent burnout and allow your body to recover. Finally, let's talk about house and vogue. For house, deliberate practice might mean practicing specific footwork patterns and focusing on improving your musicality, and for vogue, Chunking might mean breaking down a complex hand movement and practicing it in isolation before putting it together with other movements, and of course, rest and recovery are important for all styles of dance, so be sure to take breaks and allow your body and mind to recover. So there you have it, street style dancers. By applying these concepts of deliberate practice, chunking, and rest and recovery, you can become a better dancer and take your skills to the next level. So get out there and start practicing, and don't forget to have fun. Thanks for listening to the Street Style Squad podcast. Don't forget to follow and leave a review to help us reach more street dancers. See you in the next episode.